0: Welcome back to The Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my friend, co-host, and life partner, Mr. Badway. Hello. If you're looking for us on the web, thelastrowpodcast.com is our website. We are on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod, Google+, Google Play, all of those hot spots. Hit us up on iTunes, leave us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. We watched Passengers the other day. We decided we'd do a little bit of a mini episode for you. Just to put something back out there, it's been a little while. Get our feet wet. We'll be back in two weeks. It'll be Thursday, I think May 5th is the
1: date, right yeah. that way? Cinco de Mayo.
0: With On Cinco de Mayo, we're going to celebrate. Or Quattro Tom. de, it might
1: be Quattro de Mayo. <laughs> quattro de Mayo. One of those, yeah, whatever the Thursday is.
0: <laughs> we're going to celebrate with watching Tom Berenger beat up Juan Lachas <laughs> in The Substitute, which is available on Amazon Video On Demand for free if you have Amazon yeah. Prime Video. Check it out. Can't
1: wait to do that one in a couple weeks here. So, yeah, we got a lot of material on that one going, is packed away. We're getting ready to record that one. We're good. It's going to be a little laid out. So just want to let you know that we, um, we're we going to be back on a more of a regular schedule coming up here. But, um, yeah, we watched Passengers, I mean, just on a whim, um, random weekend last week. And we thought, you know, no intention of doing an episode, but we thought there were some ridiculous things we were talking there. about. Yeah, a little something, you know, a little something, something. A little something, something that yeah. way. Hit me up with a plot synopsis. So, um, you know, Passengers came out last year, 2016, fantasy slash sci-fi, not hard sci-fi, it's soft not sci-fi, hard. directed by Morton Tildum. Would you say it was flaccid sci-fi? It's flaccid sci-fi, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Anyway, how, how do you like your Morton Tildum? You know, uh, is this one of his better works? Was he inept? I, mean, I don't I, think I he was, was, he wasn't very inept. Yeah, I don't know, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> he's done things, I don't know. Um, IMDB rating seven out of ten. There's no points, just plain seven out 7. of ten. A seven, no, point no 1. I thought it was a seven point one myself. So- <laughs> They're really like, to give it. It's due. I I
0: listed another score there, which I think you <laughs> should you should probably say. Yeah, I don't know what that thirty one means. It's the thirty one percentage score. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we, we brought been, it we, back. <laughs> we've been putting out these uh ratings, and we don't like the IMDBs. We don't like the rotten tomatoes. So we decided we're gonna do our own ratings at the end of these episodes. Kind of like a fun twist on our own um, 1 to 10 scoreboard. Uh, But we'll get to that towards the end of this episode as we give our score after you you learn what it's all about. So, Drew, passengers on a routine journey through space to a new home. Two passengers. I I like that they put it in right (laughs) away. Sleeping in suspended animation are awakened 90 years too early when their ship malfunctions. As Jim and Aurora based living the rest of their lives on board with every luxury they could ever ask for including dance dance revolution <laughs> some which futuristic they, version which of it. they made like a huge deal about and whatever they begin to fall for each other unable to deny their intense attraction until they discover the ship is in grave danger with the lives of 5000 sleeping passengers at stake only Jim and Aurora can save them all so let me ask you this right, first straight, straight up <laughs> Yeah.
0: Would it would it have been better? I can't even speak today. That's right. If Chris They're Pratt's well. name wasn't Jim. I feel like he didn't look like a Jim. Did did he look like a Jim? I don't even you? remember it was I mean, he's a James. James? I'd call him James. I don't know. He didn't I guess like Jim is a very engineer name. It's yeah. just like a like a, just an engineer like, you mm. know, like blue collar guy. Like yeah. I don't know. It's just what do you a, want him to be? He didn't I don't Bobby? know Bobby? Bobberoo, no but Bill like Bob. with a name like aurora yeah. aurora is very futuristic yeah. you know it's like aurora and
1: jim yeah like, I, just, I guess
0: i don't know like
1: it, well it, it lives to the kind of character that she was but <laughs> right
0: <laughs> she was she
1: was way more we'll, we'll get into spacey than than jim right. i'm gonna lay this out right now drew yeah. so this is gonna be a spoiler heavy episode yes so if, if you, you haven't want seen to watch passengers and you don't want to have any spoilers stop listening like instantly Yes. But here's what I recommend. Don't don't stop listening yet. If I hope they didn't turn it off I said that. You don't have to watch this movie, you guys. You really don't have to. It's not that great, but it's kind of fun. In, yeah, in a dumb way. So But if you want to watch it. Yeah then don't listen to this. But I recommend you just listen to this episode and let us tell you the quick spoilers and get into the philosophical and moral debates that are presented within this movie. That's what it's all about. That's where the fun of this movie comes from. It's not from the acting, which wasn't great. It's not from the story, which wasn't great. It's not from the plot, which had a good start, a good premise, but kind of fell apart midway through. And the ending was kind of sucked. (laughs) It kind of sucked. uh, But uh, all I'm saying is you don't have to watch this movie. I think you're better off just listening to us. Uh, stumble our way through it so
0: yeah i i would agree with that i think um you know as we get to the toward the end of it you'll you'll hear maybe our personal ratings on it which mm-hmm. i
1: think is a great idea i just previewed you know my personal ratings. yeah
0: and i think yeah. it's good but just give me and how does this movie go because
1: it's pretty easily summarized right like yeah so tell me what happens all right so spoiler start now okay so <laughs> So everybody's sleeping in a tube and all of a sudden Chris Pratt wake, wake, wakes up. We're not gonna call him Jim and call him Chris Pratt, which by the way, I've I had a childhood friend whose name was Brad Pratt, and I'm gonna call Chris Pratt Brad Pat at least five times this <laughs> yeah, like, episode. Is, Brad, I'm sorry ahead of time.
0: Is this like a fantasy of yours, you know? Like Brad <laughs> Pratt, you know? Brad Chris Pratt, Pratt got famous.
1: Yeah. Brad Pratt's was like his name should be Brad Patt in the movie, I think, you know. <laughs> Brad. Brad. Yeah, Brad's a good space straight at space name, yeah. right? It's like up there with Aurora. You can tell we haven't done this in a while. I'm rambling. Don't worry. I'll just cut it all out. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> edit and post. I'm not is that, editing. Is that anything. what they say? Is, is it post? Post. I mean, you edit it and post. I'll take care of is it. That, post. Is that the way they do it? We'll, we'll do it live. Um, all right. So, anyway, so he wakes up from space. T- comes to find out, he wasn't supposed to be woken up for what was it? 60, 70? 90 years. 90 like 100 years. years or something, right? Like 90 years. He had 90 years left on his sleep. So he's going to die, right? If he doesn't get back to sleep anytime soon. Yeah tries everything he can, goes through the whole ship. There's a whole, like, I don't know, would you say Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Tom Hanks, uh, castaway situation? Yeah, very castaway.
0: He's by himself. He's trying to figure out what's going on. He looks through different, you know, things. He tries different food. He's got to try to eat stuff. He's trying to fix the pod. Can't work. He's talking to himself.
1: Yeah, he's got the -the state-of-the-art computers. Like, there's touchscreen. Like, the computers are talking to him, giving him tips. But it's like, they think that he's supposed to be awake. Like, something's malfunctioned, right? Yes.
0: So you you saw them fly through some asteroid field yeah. is basically what it was. Right. And yeah. it, it did
1: something to hit, the hit some the kind of asteroid. His only friend is the bartender, which is a which is a cyborg It's very well done. What's Michael his name? Sheen? Michael is, Sheen. Great job by him. Acting clinic in this, so, in this movie. So, of course, he grows a beard, gets depressed, goes out in space, attempts suicide, doesn't work. Trips on his broken vodka bottle on the way back from attempted suicide and sees the young and beautiful uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. The woman of his dreams. Asleep, soundly in her pod, getting ready to be woken up 90 years from now. And and as they're on their way to a new planet, to, to yeah. populate a new planet. So he thinks long and hard about it. I think six months go by. A year. He does year a year goes by. Bounces some ideas off the fake bartender. And boom, <laughs> he wakes her up. See, now this is a surprise. Because you didn't know that from the previews. Yeah, the preview didn't give that right. away. So he wakes her up. She doesn't know that he woke her up. He's like, oh, wow, these pods are opening early. And so she's like all like, you know, she does the whole thing that he went through, mortified that, you know, I'm going to die here, most likely, unless I get back to sleep. But at least I have somebody else here. Long story short, he tries to schmooze her, fall in love. They fall in love. Take me from here, Drew. I don't feel like talking anymore. <laughs> t- you're over it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the, the whole thing is he has this deep, dark secret where... He woke her up. He had a moral quandary, whether he should wake her up or not, which we'll get into in a minute. He tells the bartender, because he was talking to the bartender, his only friend, the bartender, you know, there's this whole secret of, don't tell her. Don't tell her. And he like trusts this Don't machine. trust the bartender. I don't the care machine. if it's a robot or, like, or not. Man. So the bartender eventually spills the beans. She what finds out. She's upset. At some point, Lawrence Fishburne wakes up because this whole... The whole plot is that he can't get into the pod to wake the crew up to tell them mm-hmm. it's through a locked room. It's completely separate. You need some security access. Orange Fishburne wakes up. They're kind of fighting. Marsh Fishburne dies <laughs> within like ten I, minutes.
1: I got. I got. I, I like that you can't quite say the word Fishburne. Fishburne. It's, it's, yeah, it's really to me joy right now. I'm struggling right now. Right it's now. like Fishburne. It's like when I try to <laughs> say the
0: real world. It's I have an impediment today. All right, go on. So he dies. They finally save the place. They He fixes this medical pod. You know, he almost dies. She brings him back. It's, it's a long, convoluted yeah. mess that turns into a space love story yeah. rather than a survival story. Right. And, you know, it comes down to it. She gives up the grudge that she has to save him, and he allows her to go into this pod. They found one pod. The whole thing was that they couldn't get back to sleep. They were going to die. Well, there is a, a, the ability to put them one of them back to sleep, she chooses not to use it. She forgives him for waking him, which becomes a whole huge thing. Mm. And uh, you know, it sounds like they grew some trees on the plant. Andy Garcia shows up for yeah. one scene. Yeah, and the, the highest that's T-
1: extra in the history of the world, Andy Garcia. But
0: but the point is right. There's two equally different halves to this movie. You mm-hmm. mentioned it first. The first half is is very castaway, yeah, like type movie, the stranded alone movie. And the yeah. second half is is a love story between him and jennifer lawrence yeah and i vastly like uh uh, uh, just enjoyed the first half so much more than the second half but there's a couple things like outside of the story let me just say this the visuals in this movie were spectacular it was one of the best looking movies i've seen in a long time and it seemed like there was a good blend of practical effects and cg and i thought that they did a really good job without making it too in your face i don't know how you feel about that what did you think
1: yeah um um, comes to mind the scene where jennifer lawrence is swimming in the pool and the gravity kind of breaks. Yeah. And uh, if that's how you say it. And she's basically trapped in a, in a bubble above the swimming pool about to drown. Like that was a really cool yeah. scene. Really, really effective scene. But yeah, I, and, but I think like the two halves of the movie also have two like of, really, of the really big like, uh, you know, find yourself type questions about the first one. If you were stranded on the on the space pod, you're all alone. You go through the depression. You go through the anxiety and then you you go through the boredom. And then the second half is when when he finally awakens the girl, you know, his, you know, I was going to die alone. I, my back was against the wall. I was desperate. I wake this girl up. I may have killed her, but at the same time, I can't, I got to go out swinging. Yeah. That whole thing. So there's really, the two have some, some really important questions. Just the first half kind of tackled the, the movie aspect of it or the enjoyment of it better than the second half did for
0: me. So let me ask you this, and, and maybe we can tackle this as we get into the moral questions, but the first one that I want to say is it seems like this is, There's an allegory to some cruise liner, right? It seems like they're on some big, you know, Norwegian cruise or or carnival cruise. They have all the amenities. They have the food. There's different classes of tiers. You know, we find out that Chris Pratt is the engineer, so he's very low. And the whole point of this is that they're traveling to populate a new world. And it seems very similar to some of the stuff like with, it looks like the Alien Covenant uh, trailer coming up. You know, they're, they're going to this new place. And it seems like this company has been putting people out for a long time. He's chosen to go because he's an engineer. He's got useful skills. He's on the lower class of passengers you know she's on the upper class she was she's a writer
1: so why is it why is a writer better than an engineer Drew? because she
0: had money to pay for the trip
1: oh. and that's where so he was hired and she yeah and she bought her ticket they need oh, him that okay. she bought her ticket oh.
0: and she bought a you know a round trip ticket as we find out later which we can yeah. get into as well but that's ridiculous Go what on. is it <laughs> is it really so bad to be on this ship i think by yourself yes but with the two of them, it, before stuff started malfunctioning, it's not so bad.
1: You gotta really love the person, man.
0: I'll tell you what, though, he took a he took a risk because waking her up. How does he even know that she would get with him? Is it the whole <laughs> if you were the last man no, on the it's, earth?
1: It's the total last man on earth scenario. I gotta tell you, you, you can you can convince any man or woman to uh, to get with you over time if you're the last man or woman on earth. It's just the way it is. How
0: do you think? How do you think you would do? Living on this ship by yourself, would you? Would you have woken her up? Put it that way. I, I'd be dead. You would die. I, I would
1: have died before I woke her up.
0: But but what would kill you though? Because you'd have food. You got your your wristband. You I would have
1: screwed something up and and like breathed the space air or something. <laughs> <Breathe> <laughs> the, the, however, the however, lack it works. thereof, however, it <laughs> the works, lack you know? thereof. I would have gone outside. You know where he takes like he does like the little like journey outside yeah, like the spacewalk. They, they have basically it's like an amusement park ride where you yeah. go and tether yourself and you get to float outside like an astronaut. I would have tried that like day three and I would have like forgot to hook myself. (laughs) But it was automatically space forever.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) But would you, let's say you didn't do that. Yeah. Could you have survived? Like, you know, are you the type of guy that you want to be alone? Like you just want to be by yourself? Like you have a company of an Android bartender played by Michael (sighs) Sheen. Would that do it for you? Or would you go crazy?
1: I, yeah, I'd have gone crazy. There's no way. Like I don't have the mental toughness for that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And And I just wonder too, like, had that vodka bottle gone to someone else's pod? You know, yeah. he did, he chose very hastily to wake up one person without inspecting the four thousand nine hundred ninety nine other pods to see if there was maybe someone else that he was more compatible with. Right? You know, what if he what if he found a doctor? What if he found somebody yeah. else? Like, so
1: yeah, he wasn't really looking at other people's pods. Like when he he was awake, so it's like everyone's just laying there in their pod, right? So he didn't really like explore that aspect of the ship. He was more, you know going to dinner, hanging out at the bar, getting drunk, playing Dance Dance Revolution, playing basketball, you know, whatever. Like, those are like the three things you can do. You can swim, you can play basketball, you can play Dance Dance Revolution and you can drink at the bar. That's yeah. like it. It's but for- I mean,
0: everything, all I'll say is all of his needs were completely taken care of outside of companionship. Right? Sure, like
1: the survival was there. Like you got a meal every day, you know, drinks galore plenty of space to to
0: go do whatever he could work out that's what i mean and when he finally figured out that he could go to whatever class of suite he wanted he went into the basically the best type of room that you could possibly go to
1: i would have never figured out how to open that door so i would never made it there
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's an engineer so he's got the training he had the tools in basically his toolkit right he had stuff in the cargo hold so he was trying to reset this pod for the longest time and he just couldn't make it work yep so was it morally okay for him to wake her up
1: so is that, that's I guess that's big question number one I would assume right yeah well there's two there's two schools of thought a should he have woken her up and b did he wake up the right person? so where are we going first i I'll say did he wake up the right person? start with that absolutely not. <laughs> You gotta wake up the captain, man. Right? He Don't couldn't, you have to wake though. the captain up? He
0: couldn't because he couldn't get into the the cabin. That was the captain that was, was sleeping by himself. They were in the crew quarters, so it was locked off. He couldn't get in. The
1: highest ranking dude outside of there, he needs to wake up. That's and, I agree with. And that. And he could have researched that because he has access to everyone's files, as we see. He tried as I he mean, creeps mean, on Jennifer Lawrence all, all this. He this tried whole time. no. So I think it's your. Here's here's my thinking. This is and maybe this is this is the way. This is my trade. I would have been six months right, and then I would have thought to myself, if my thing, if if my thing uh, malfunctioned, I think everyone's. What if they're going to die in their pods? What if nothing? What if they're not getting the right amount of oxygen or nutrients or whatever? I would have woken everyone up. Yeah, (laughs) the whole damn plane would have been woken up, and then we could all get through this together, the collective. And someone would have figured out how to reset all the pods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except I think he broke Jennifer Lawrence's pod. So if, so if he opens everyone's pods <laughs> up, he probably flat out breaks them. Yeah. Maybe they're all screwed. So maybe my logic is flawed.
0: So, okay. So you you answered that question. So answer the first question that you asked. Was it okay for him to wake her up?
1: No, it wasn't. He but, doomed her to death. But I get it. You get I it. get it, though. Like, he was depressed. Like, he, he was just about to kill himself, right? Yeah. Just about to kill himself. So he's like, his back's against the wall. He's got nothing left. He's he's swinging for the fences. You know all the all the cliches you want to put there. It's he gets he goes to a dark place. It takes him a year to decide to do it, but he's like, you know what? Screw it. I got to do this, or else I'm dead. And I guess he's not thinking of killing her when he does this. He he does, but it's like it's kind of like the juice is worth the squeeze to borrow from the girl next door. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, wise man once said, right. "What do you think?"
0: So he didn't kill her, right? He he killed her of old age yeah. preemptively, and right. I think, yeah, morally, obviously, you can't do this. I think I agree with what you had said. Maybe you wake up everybody. Or, you know, you wake up a bunch of people. Maybe you find out if there's doctors, if there's other people, and say, oh, my God, this – maybe the premise is he thought they were all going to die. He thought their oxygen was screwed up. He thought something was going to happen. And clearly it was because the ship was in trouble. Had he not woken her up, I think we would have seen – he wouldn't have been able to do what he had to do. You needed two people
1: to do it. Yeah, right. So in the end, like he saved everyone's lives by, by waking her up. That. But like that can't factor into his decision. It didn't No, he, didn't know. he it. had no idea. But
0: I, I think like where his logic was flawed was that he was talking to the bartender for advice, and the bartender yeah. it reminds me of Kunu from Forgetting Sarah <laughs> Marshall, where. He'll just tell you what you want to hear. Like, I don't think you're ready. Yeah. All right, I think you're ready. I think you're ready, yeah. And that's all I can think about yeah, the whole Yeah, he's there time.
1: to motivate you. Yeah, he's like, he's not going to tell you that. He's not going to keep it real with you. But I
0: feel like, you know, I loved him as an actor. I thought Michael Sheen, I said it before, he put on an acting clinic in this thing. He was fun to watch. And I liked the interaction between Chris Pratt and him. Uh, but I, I actually, I got to tell you, man, like the second half of the movie dragged a little bit for me, even though that's when the action picked up. I liked the Are, beginning. Dude. But what about
1: what about the love seeds, though? See, they don't have enough love they're, seeds. They're banging all over that. They're they're dropping loads everywhere. They, they and they're just. Well, the bar. How do you think they did it in front of the in front of the bartender?
0: Oh, of course. You think
1: they did it? You know,
0: (laughs) he was probably like, "All right." No, he was just he kept cleaning the glass. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. Like he wasn't like rooting water or anything like that. They're going to the master suite. They're going to like to the 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 mini rooms. But that's what I say. Like they're banging in front of dance dance revolution, the basketball court.
0: Is it so bad? You know, they you know once they fell in love. Yeah. Before the shit hit the fan, so to speak. It wasn't so bad. They're on a vacation. They they did fall in love. They didn't hate each other at that point. They had everything they needed. It's it's a 90-year
1: vacation. So, let's say the bartender didn't spill the beans, yes. right? And didn't tell her that he that Chris Pratt woke her up, right? Does he ever tell her? No. Do you think do you think he keeps that to his grave? Yes. Even though he probably should tell maybe, her. Maybe
0: maybe he would tell her before they die or something of old age, but how do you going to know when you're going to die? Let, let
1: me take let me take this to a real place right now. Let's say you have AIDS. Right? Yeah. Okay. You have AIDS.
0: <laughs> this is this is pretty real. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of grim here.
1: And you don't you don't you don't tell your significant other, and you get married, and you go on and on and that's on. Different though. That's is that a violation, different? is it though? Yeah, that's a vi That's a I major violation. It's a violation. He he woke her up. She would have been living on the planet. But would she have the, the
0: ship would have crashed? They didn't know. That's true. I
1: <laughs> I think you're ready. You know what? No, no, let me take this back. Let me take it back. Say he wakes her up, and she has a better life than she'll ever have on that new planet. Say she gets to the new planet, and yeah, what like, if the she, planet sucks? What, yeah, what if she died instantly?
0: Yeah, what if an asteroid hit right. it? He gave her a fulfilling life. Yeah. See, now this brings me to, to two points. The first point is, I think her character is written horribly, and it's not Jennifer Lawrence's fault. It's more the the writing and the way that they implemented her. And then the second point is, I think like just the whole idea of her wanting to go back to Earth is a joke. It's it's oh, an absolute
1: yeah. joke. It's The biggest joke of the whole movie. So,
0: let let me tackle this for a second because they obviously each person has a purpose, right? So she, we find out, come to find out, she's a journalist and she's this like this this writer, this wannabe. I just need to get the scoop. She knows people, Drew. and that's all I kept thinking. She the whole knows time. who people are. Like, like it reminds me of uh, we're big Boy Meets World fans here, mm-hmm. and it kept reminding me of Mr. Turner's friend Eli. It's a he's deep like,
1: cut. you got to get to the truth. The deep cut. Drew. You got to
0: find the truth. <laughs> You know, and she's so much a journalist. She needs to find the story and write a book about going to this new planet. Oh, by the way, she has a return ticket. It takes a hundred years to get there. (laughs) Like, what in the world audacity do you have to think that the Earth is going to be there when you go back? So she's
1: she's just... She's such a stone cold bitch man i tell you is. what they they threw a going going away party for her right she's leaving all her friends and family and they show Kinda it selfish. like and like the the preview and the, like the little like everybody has a history of their life video that chris pratt watches but he only watches hers so it's creepy. like the go going away party right where she's going to leave all her friends behind they're going to be long dead she's going to 90 years go to the new planet Write the scoop on the new planet and then go back to damn Earth in the year freaking three three thousand or what? whatever the fu- whatever the hell else Why? it was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it just it, and and again, it's not Jennifer Lawrence's fault. Yeah. It's just the character's flawed.
1: I'll tell you what, she's gonna go back, and you know what you know what daddy's million dollars that got her there? It's gonna be worth jack shit when she gets back a hundred years from now.
0: That's how I feel about it. It's yeah. it's a flawed character arc, and I just yeah. don't see it. And then and I remember too, just she seemed like very high and mighty. She had this high suite. She was nice to him and everything. But do you remember when she started talking to him? She's like, Oh, I met you. I'm gonna write a book about this whole thing. Yeah. And she woke up at 90 years. She's gonna start writing a book. And then <laughs> they were looking at people and they were trying to see what other people were about. They yeah. were trying to they played this flirtatious game of look at this guy in this pod, what's his story? And she she dropped the line of I'm a writer. I know people. Come on, man. It just, she was very pretentious. (laughs) And it could have been, it it wasn't just because it was her. It could have been anybody. It could have been the Chris, if Chris Pratt was the writer, it could have been him who was pretentious. That character, as it was written, was so goddamn annoying.
1: And let's not forget the this famous line where she goes, oh, you know what? It's weird. I've never written about myself. I think it's the best work I've ever done. Yeah. like, like, really? Really, the best work you've ever done is about yourself? Like, honestly, it's like if it's so in line with her character. The
0: character development was just not there for me.
1: Here's the flaw in the movie is that he woke her up basically killing her early, which I mean, you could argue that, but you end up hating her. You still resent her because it's a she's a she's written so poorly as a character. So
0: I and I got to so tell you, you you can't feel sorry for her. And let me compare this to something that I know is near and dear to you because we've talked about this outside of our show before. It reminds me a lot of Breaking Bad where people uh, hated Walter's wife. Yeah. Even though she was clearly in the right and he was clearly in the wrong. Right. Like Jim the character Chris Pratt's playing clearly was in the wrong, but because of the way that this character is written on the Jennifer Lawrence Aurora side you just don't really side with her. At right. least I didn't personally. Exactly. But it's let me true. tell you, the internet has a, has a lot to say about this this movie here. And there's a lot of stuff where it's like, he's completely in the wrong. This movie glorifies male dominance. Uh-huh. Like not to get into all of that, but right. do, you, do you agree? Like, I, I mean, two guys here talking about that, but right. I don't know how that works. But I, I think there's some, the, yeah, there's some beef, but I think it's not unintentional. No,
1: no, I I think it's it's the basis for the movie. It's not it's not men versus women. It's not men showing dominance. I think it's the basis of the movie is to ask these philosophical questions, these moral questions of is it was it the right thing to do? Was it the wrong thing to do? Like uh, you know how like how uh, it's forgiveness versus understanding versus you know the horror that when you find out it it wasn't malicious intent. Like you could tell you clearly tell that he struggled with the idea. He thought about it for a year, and yeah, he, he probably made the wrong decision. Which ended up being the right decision, right. but you know it's all about fate. And there's also fate involved in there too. But I think if you switch, if you switch the shoe on the other foot, and it was Jennifer Lawrence who woke up early and, and woke up Chris Pratt, I don't think I don't think that story would be played. I agree, right? and I,
0: and I think part of the issue too is that she comes around and forgives him, right? But I think that actually empowers her because she's the one that's choosing to forgive him. It's not uh-huh. like she oh she had to forgive him because she he didn't necessarily save her. They worked together as a team. And I think that the point of it actually wound up being the right thing, maybe because of fate, maybe because of destiny, the fact that they needed each other to get through this, Mm -hmm. I think that actually empowers her. And I think people kind of lose, lose that point I don't know. Maybe I'm not the well, right person to be talking about this, but
1: and, and and she saved his life because if he had not woken her up, he probably would have killed himself. Yeah, you know? I
0: agree. So and, she actually saved him, and yeah. you know she she wound up becoming to choose the fact to not go back into sleep. She put that power on herself. She took control of the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually empowers her. So I don't know. It just was interesting because when I was trying to do a little research about you know this topic in particular, it was very heated online. There was a lot of people that felt very strongly about that angle of the movie and they were very upset and i guess i don't know i just didn't think about that as i was watching it maybe that's my ignorance but yeah. i don't know i i didn't look at it in that light
1: yeah i don't know uh not yeah not to get too much into that topic but it seems like men can't be assholes in movies anymore without there being a bigger bigger issue at play yeah sometimes movies are just movies you i know? think
0: it's warranted in in, mo- in some cases but yeah. in other cases i think it's completely unintentional yeah, it's just and- a movie
1: being a movie you can't movies can't be movies anymore
0: uh, i don't know I agree with you, but you know, it's, it's, it's also like, I think my distaste for some of the movie too, was the acting. Like, I think these two actors and act the actor and actress are very good in other things. I just think that they weren't so great in this and Chris Pratt was really good by himself, but I think when they got together, it just wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. And I think maybe the writing on the Jennifer Lawrence side kind of ruined it for me because she's clearly talented. She's won, you know, Academy Awards. Yeah. So I I don't know what that aspect of it was, but did it bother you at all by any, by any chance?
1: Yeah, well, I just felt like it just seemed like a mashup of, well, let's get the two hottest stars from 2015, and let's just, just, just mix them together and throw them in this thing. Yeah. I didn't really think they were compatible as a couple, and I thought Chris Pratt did okay when he was by himself, but I... I still didn't like. I didn't like him to carry that part of the movie either, though. Like, yeah. I don't think he was good enough to just carry it. Like, he's goofy, yeah, and like that helps a little bit. But the dramatic aspect of it, I felt like he kind of struggled on it. And then the and then the the middle and end part where like with the relationship where they got together and then they ultimately fell apart and got together again, yeah, it just seemed like they weren't the right fit for each other. I don't I, know. I
0: like him as an actor and I like her to, as an actress. I just think you know the chemistry just wasn't there for me. And maybe yeah. it was because it was so subtle. Like, oh, now she's awake. Here they are. There wasn't really any build up to it. And when he tried to, you know, uh, court her, so to speak, (laughs) you know, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Taking her on dates and stuff like that. I guess I built it a little bit, but I thought Michael Sheen, and I mentioned it a couple times, he was just so good. And maybe that's what the comparison, he was so good that they were kind of weak, didn't do it for me. So I don't know. Like you said- The movie felt like a mashup of a whole bunch of different ideas, yeah. And I think it never really formulated. But having said that, I still enjoyed it. Sure, I still thought it was good.
1: I had an idea that I just thought of pretty much. um, We were before we went on the air. We were talking about M Night Shyamalan, yeah. M Night Shyamalan movies, Split and The Visit, and like M Night Shyamalan being back. Right, he's back. Yeah. It got me thinking. What if this was an M Night Shyamalan movie? Yeah. And you had me thinking about you. Were, we were talking about he didn't even look at the other pods. He just saw Jennifer Lawrence and like, oh, this is the girl of my dreams. Look at this hot girl, right? What if this movie were a little more sinister, right? <laughs> okay, let's 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 turn this movie to an R-rated horror movie, right? right? With a twist where you don't know it's a horror movie. So we see him waking up Jennifer Lawrence, right, and having a like a mental, you know, like should I, shouldn't I, with the bartender, so forth and so on. He does the movie plays out like it does, and then in the end, Jennifer Lawrence dies. You know, maybe trying to save the plane, maybe trying to do something. And then we find him going to another pod and right. doing it all over again with another girl. Yeah. And another girl, and another girl. Turns to find out what if he's done this 10 times? Yeah, we just didn't know about it. We just didn't know about it. What if Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence was girl number four, right? Yeah. And like the bartender says something strange and we're like, Like, maybe the bartender is, like, the clue that this has happened before, Yeah, but it's so subtle that we haven't picked up on it yet. Yeah, I like that. And then there's a reveal towards the end of the movie that, oh, shit, he's done this five times already. I like that. Good for Lawrence's girl number six. And then they show, like, the pods where the girls are just dead. He stuffs them back in the pod. And they They look look like like they're they're sleeping. (laughs) Right? So it's like all these people these pods are, like, dead. He's woken them all up one at a time and killed them one way or another. That's a movie that I would be interested in. That's See, an M.D. Shyamalan twist. Let me tell that I would you, would be into.
0: along the same lines, yeah. let me take this, and we talked a little bit about Alien Covenant. See, I like the aspect of this, that there's a company that's sending them to this new planet, and maybe it is Alien Covenant here coming up, but I like the aspect that maybe something more malicious was happening. That's what I thought was going on. And they play that angle a little bit, and yeah. it makes me wonder, like, was it rewritten or something, or was there some type of reshoot or rewrite that took it a different way, because... As the movie goes on, we find out that it was just coincidental. They ran through this minefield and all of these key systems were, were messed up because there's giant holes in the cargo hull. And there was air basically getting sucked out of this thing. They needed to fix the leak and it penetrated, I think, the core. Yeah. So the core was was leaking energy or something. That was the core, man. <sighs> and they needed, to, they needed to patch it back up. But having said that, like they talked a little bit about this company. It seemed very sinister in a way. And I kept getting these vibes from it. Yep. Like what if the computer took over kind of like um, uh, 2001, right. you know, where the computer took over the, the ship and maybe the ship was slowly turning on the on the passengers. Right. And I, I, I like that aspect of it too. Like I would have liked that more, I think, than maybe the fact that it was like, oh yeah, coincidentally they ran through a, an asteroid field.
1: Well, they alluded to it a little bit, where I, maybe the bartender or one of like the computer prompts says like, "Chris Pratt was like, yeah, my 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 pod malfunctioned," and they're like, "That's impossible. The pod has never malfunctioned." And they said that multiple times. It was throughout like the ominous movie. music, right. too. So it made you think. If they never malfunctioned, Let's let's assume that's a true statement. Then somebody messed with his pod. Yeah, but no, it just turned out. Oh, it just opened by accident. Right, and, and maybe it would have been too much alien
0: if the bartender was the one because it'd be like David from, yeah. you know, Prometheus. But I kind of kept thinking that maybe he had something a little bit more sinister too. Like yeah. he seemed too happy-go-lucky for
1: yeah. things. Or if there's maybe they weren't alone in there after all. But like, you know, who knows how where this script came from? Who knows if somebody messed with it? How many hands it went through yeah. to turn it into the rom com that it kind of turned out to be, and then into like the drama. Um, you know, break up, split, get back together type thing. That it turned out to be the an end. action movie. It kind of like the the love story took over the sci fi part of it, and like kind of dominated it for yeah. the most part, right? So who knows how heavy sci fi it was, and it was morphed into romance. Yeah, it could have changed. The script could have been rewritten how many times, and we wouldn't have even known about it.
0: I I would be curious, and I'll have to do a little bit more research after this because it just seemed like there was some something that seemed a little off.
1: Yeah, I looked it up. I couldn't find too much, but you know, who knows. And yeah. Who knows what 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 kind of changes the script went through?
0: So we talked a little bit about the actors and the act acting. Do you think this was miscast?
1: Yeah, I, I do because I like. I, like I said, I think I think it was just a mashup of the two hottest actors and actresses, and um, they didn't really care about chemistry because I didn't think they had any chemistry, even when they were together. It just didn't seem right. See, to me, this seems
0: very similar to something that one would see Tom Cruise in. And I was thinking it's about that the call. whole time I was watching it, because it reminds me a little bit of uh, Edge of Tomorrow. What was the other one that he was in that Oblivion. we watched?
1: Oblivion. He's, he's been doing those sci-fi movies. It's
0: that sci-fi slash, you know, kind of action movie. And all I kept thinking about was Tom Cruise should be in this. Tom Cruise should be yeah. in this. Too old, man. He, I mean, for Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence, yeah, because yeah. he's he's like her father. Yeah. But I just kept thinking, maybe this would have worked differently if somebody else was in it. Like Tom Cruise is such a, uh, I guess, accomplished actor that he absolutely could carry anything that he's in. Yeah. right? Right. So would it, would it have been different if he
1: was in it? That was my struggle with Pratt is especially in the, in the first half or the first, you know, 30, 40 minutes or so when he was by himself doing the Tom Hanks thing that he wasn't Tom Hanks. Yeah. And he, you know, he couldn't act himself next to uh, volleyball the way Tom Hanks could, right? But
0: can Tom Cruise play the lonely person by himself? Because we haven't really, yeah, seen yeah. Because he can,
1: that. he can talk to himself pretty good. I feel <laughs> like, yeah. But it
0: would be maybe too comedic then. Yeah. In that case, it would be too funny.
1: Well, it was it was somewhat comedic there, and for the most part of of Pratt's you know solo campaign there until the very end when he got depressed, where he you know to the quick scene of attempted suicide, and then he finally found Lawrence. Yeah. But no, I I think I think Cruise definitely could have pulled it off. It's just that. I feel like he needed younger actors. Not just not to say that he would have played alongside Jennifer Lawrence, he would have to change her too, but I think that he could have pulled it off with a younger face. So
0: should we try to recast this? Yeah, let's go for it. Because I think, you know, from... Uh, I, should we should put an age rage on it because... I think like, these these people are obviously under 30, right? I don't yeah. know how old Chris Pratt is. I assume that he's like 35 man Yeah, we'll just
1: call it under 40. So yeah. for, for female actress... Right, give me some female actresses. I'll, right. I'll give you my quick quick opinions. All right.
0: So I'm going to give you a list, and you just tell me whether you think some of these people would would be good in it, right?
1: All right. Uh, and this, is this opposite of Pratt, or oh, are, we, are we talking just in general for the character to Maybe be just, less, less annoying than Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, put,
0: put somebody. And keep them yeah. in mind exactly how the character was written, too. Yeah. So... I don't know maybe if Jennifer Lawrence comes across as snooty in that I don't, role. I don't consider her a writer like this. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So here, I'm going to name some of these people right. and just go with the same character. Assume Chris okay. Pratt or Tom Cruise or whoever you want to I'm going to assume see.
1: Chris Pratt, all right? Even just though I think we should change him too. But. See
0: if this person right. should fit into this type of movie. Can this okay. person be in a sci-fi Well, they have made movie? it better than yeah. Jennifer
1: Lawrence? Not to say they're better than Jennifer Lawrence, yes. but maybe they fit better in this movie. So
0: I actually have one that I think would be good. Right. Maybe she's not a better actress, but... She's right. been in this type of movie before. Olivia Wilde. She was in Tron Legacy. Yeah, but I don't think she's that good. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like her. Good? All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going down this list. How about Megan Fox?
1: No way. She she's, can't, she's, she's terrible actress. No, no. What
0: about Yvonne Strahovski? We've she's seen not, her in 24. She's not
1: good enough. Although I like her. She's not good enough. How about no. Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel? No, no way. She can't, she can't do the drama.
0: What about Elizabeth Banks? Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth
1: Banks. I think she's, I don't want to, I don't want to put a number on her, but she's I feel too like she's- old. She's borderline too old. Was yeah. Too old. What about? Amy I have no idea how old she is. By uh, the way, how about Amy Smart? Amy Smart? No, she's too. If this movie had a smaller budget, is that bad? <laughs> is that Smart. is that a bad? No, she's you know she's been in some smaller movies. Yeah. What about Jessica Alba? If this if this were if this were two thousand and two, then Amy Smart, yeah. <laughs> Jessica Alba, Jessica Alba, yeah, yeah, she could do it. And you
0: know who else? I have a, a top pick for this: Keira Knightley
1: yeah i'm thinking this should be a british person because i, I, Keira I was Knightley thinking that
0: writes she strikes me more as a writer and if she said that with a british accent yeah i feel like i wouldn't have batted an eye like I'm, it needed the
1: accent like i was thinking like what's her name amelia clark yeah yeah like yeah. i was thinking maybe her she's
0: not that great of an actress though. that's all right though i we think
1: she's got a british accent it helps <laughs> it, it asks things man
0: well yeah i mean i think probably i, th- I think I think she would be my my pick here at Nightly if I had to completely recast yeah. this. And then I'll give you a couple more. Jennifer Garner. Jeff, no, hell no. No, no. no. <laughs> she she can't even
1: handle the Capital One
0: commercials, man. Really? No. no. What about you know who would be in this now? Huh. And I wouldn't I don't actually think she'd be good at this. Olivia
1: Munn. Olivia Munn, no. She would be in this. She can't do the drama. She's 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 comedy. Yeah. She, she can't do the drama. But she would be in this.
0: Yeah what about malin Ackerman? See,
1: actually i'll tell you what though i could see her being compatible with chris pratt yes yeah she'd be more compatible with chris pratt what about malin ackerman malin ackerman i don't i don't see her in space and i you know i thought she was weird in Watchmen. and i feel like I, I would compare her to a role in Watchmen. like it's just not that that's a space movie but i feel like they were in sport they had space yeah yeah they were in space what, what, in, um, like Watchmen, it. no
0: scarlett johansson
1: yes this is a Scar Joe movie. Absolutely. But it. it's like, that's not fair because, like, she, like, that's like saying Christian Bale because, of course, he, like, he could do anything. She could do anything. And Mila Jovovich or Jovovich. Mila jo- no, it's not Resident Evil, so you can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. She's busy. <laughs> She's busy, Drew. <laughs> She's got Resident oh Evil my to, God. To, to film. Oh, boy. Right, should I give you some actors? Yeah. Give me, give me so some. I, as you were running down that, I looked up some actors.
0: So, should we, I'm going to pick my top three of these, yeah, these are all... these female actresses, and we'll figure out whether they're compatible. So, I'm going to say Scarlett Johansson. Kier Knightley, or who was the third? I liked Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be compatible with one of those three. Yeah. All
1: right, so I'm just gonna run down the list here. Some of these people I don't even know. Um, <laughs> some of them are cheating, like Tom Hardy. Yeah, so
0: well, like, he would be good in this. It's like
1: cheating though. Of yeah, course, he,
0: he's Hardy. great. He'd
1: be so yeah. good. uh Another former robot on a play on a on a spaceship. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, he would be good. right but Again, it's, it's cheating. Is, but he's, he's he's got the accent. That's great, yeah. right? He's got the accent. He, he would be good, but he's, he's done it too much. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he definitely. Definitely. No, <laughs> he's, he's too, like... He's too up, stuck he's up? He's too up his own ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I'm, I'm deleting him. My pod broke open. That's what he, that's what he would be. I'm deleting him. He, uh, he's too old for those girls anyway. Miles Teller, the kid from Whiplash, he's
0: not he, no too young. He's not too good enough face, He's too, been yeah. a, he's great in Whiplash, but he's been in some other things that I've watched, and he's not that great. Like he was in Fantastic Four. Uh, Ugh.
1: I don't know him. He's from an X Men movie. who was uh, it? James McAvoy? Oh yeah, I mean, he's great. He's I mean, in I mean, Split. I, I mean, I know him. He's but, in Split. Yeah, I know. I he's know amazing. him. it's like, uh, I don't, he's not a, not a spaceship. He
0: would have been. He would have been great. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, see, so him, like I don't Larry see him. I don't see David's a cousin <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had that for lunch. I had that for lunch.
1: <laughs> Chicken. I already had that for lunch. Another cheat code. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't see him on. A he's, boy. He's, he's, not, been he's not acting in any sci-fi you movies. Know,
0: he would. He actually would have been. Well, he he's in. Um, he would have been really good with with Jennifer Lawrence. Actually, I think.
1: yeah, I think they would be compatible. But you know what though? I, like he fits with Emma Stone. Though he fits yeah. with girls that aren't la as good looking la as him. Right. And that's not to bash Emma Stone. I think she's very cute. But I feel like <laughs> it's better when he's the prettiest one of the couple, right? Yeah, I isn't guess it, isn't it work better that way? But he I mean, you know, <laughs> no offense to Emma Stone, but he's been in two movies with Emma Stone. The other one being a uh, Crazy Stupid Love, I think it's called.
0: Yeah, that's right. She's in that,
1: and like they, they they fit together. They should be dating. I don't know. Not, not to, to go to be, People be, Magazine on everyone. To be, but. <laughs> that's gonna be weird. But yeah. like,
0: he's a beautiful man. I mean, he's yeah. you know, it's very hard to find someone that he is not more beautiful than.
1: Right. Third, uh, third leg of the tripod, Paul Dano. Right? Yeah. 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 It's a weird looking <laughs> Give me Emil Hirsch yeah. instead. Um no, the Ramsey from Game of Thrones. That's not gonna work. He's not really that good. No. Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, he's in a space movie as we speak. Yeah, he would be great. I mean yeah. he's he's good. It's called a live or alive, I forget what it's called. He he's good. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see him in space. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good, but I don't I don't see him in space. I don't, I don't know. know. He he was I liked him. I don't know. Obvious answer: Ryan Reynolds. He fits with Lawrence, but I don't know if he's dramatic enough to pull this off.
0: No, he's been in. He's been in some some good stuff. So I didn't see that. What's the movie? Is it called Life? I think it's called Life. The new one that's out. Him I'd and love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. And I think he looks like he's it's more of a horror
1: ish. After a, than Deadpool, drama.
0: he's made a comeback. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's really come back there.
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. I don't think you like him. I don't think you like. I him. I used to like him, yeah. but I
0: I think he's a little. I'm just I'm kind of over him right now. I'm just kind of over him. There's a dark
1: horse, Ben Foster.
0: Yes, like, but he, he can do it. They need. Here's the thing, though. He's not well known enough. He's he's well known enough, I guess, in some of the yeah. indie roles that
1: he's been in. But you would really need a, a big name actress to carry this movie. What if, what if we what if we had Ben Foster and Amelia Clark, and we just cut the budget? In like half? it's low budget. Yeah, like Moon. Yes. Cut yeah, the budget in half. Don't worry about the special effects and just tell the story and make it a twinge darker.
0: Yeah, that And then could you work. got a great
1: movie here. That right? could work. Yeah, but if, instead instead we got the Hollywood movie and it was all right. But If
0: you really want to ratchet this up, I'll give yeah. you one actress that you could put in here that you're going to make this. It's going to win an Oscar automatically. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep.
1: <laughs> Meryl Streep and... <laughs> and Warren Beatty <laughs> starred <in> Passengers <laughs> couple of 70 year old people going to repopulate planet? the planet that's the, retirement the retirement planet retirement yeah. planet that's a I can't
0: even think of like an older guy like who would it have to be like what's I, the, I what's know, who's like an older like Oscar winning actor
1: Tommy Lee Jones
0: <laughs> Meryl <laughs> Streep it's,
1: it's like a retirement home yeah. they're going to retire on yeah. the new planet What's the, what's the name of the kid from, um, <laughs> the kid who plays college, even though he's 40, um, oh, Breckenmeyer, Meyer, <laughs> and, and Amy Smart yeah. and we set the movie in 1996 and then we have passengers <laughs> in, Mr. Bean in there too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what you really
1: need. I just wanted to
0: say the word Breckenmeyer, that's all. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's classic for playing somebody 30
1: years yeah. younger like, than he yeah, actually Yeah, You mentioned is. Amy Smart, I think we have a chance here for Amy Smart, was just, it's the wrong decade. <laughs> It's the wrong decade. So she was in everything back then.
0: Yeah, I mean, she—you could probably name, you know, at least ten movies from the late '90s to early 2000s no. that she was in. I yeah, love yeah. the
1: Butterfly Effect. Butterfly we, effect we should do a, that movie. That's an
0: underrated, we should do that underrated movie. movie. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher was actually very good in that movie. Yeah, I would absolutely do. He that He used movie. the
1: ball Zach and powers. You know, you know the scene where like he does too many um Flashbacks, he starts to nosebleed. He has yeah. an aneurysm. Yeah. Like, that's because, like, that's actually real. That his actually acting. happened because he was acting, he used up all his good acting power <laughs> and he started to, like, have nosebleeds. He acted so yeah, hard. That I was actually, them? that's in the deleted scenes. Like, that's, like, the director's commentary. No, I, I, I actually really
0: enjoy that movie. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> underrated movie. If yeah. you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. It's, it's not, like, going to win an Oscar. We but should
1: put it on the list. We should do definitely. it. Definitely. Let's, let's yeah. do it.
0: Yeah. So I think we talked enough about this thing
1: what Disting. do you think
0: i mean what do you think about this thing what, we, how how was I'm talking like andy reed here like yeah, let's get this let's thing get this going thing going yeah what do you, how do you feel about this movie overall like now that we've kind of we praised it a little bit we bashed it a lot let's bring it back it's not very good is it let's bring it back in <laughs> <laughs> let's bring it back in i mean how do you how do you rate it like if you had well, to give it are we giving our ratings out of 10 okay
1: so it's let's talk about the positives the first half is very good yes um it's thought-provoking Right, has a lot of moral quandaries. The CG questionable was good, qu- questionable decisions. It looked phenomenal. It had Andy Garcia, had Andy Garcia in it. He <laughs> played a great role. You know. Can we
0: hold on? We got to talk about that scene for a second, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he was top build in this at some point. Basically, the movie goes they show up on the planet. We said spoilers, so the, they died, but they yeah. made the ship into what they wanted it to be. They planted trees everywhere in the ship. Which is kind of BS because people Screw have to that. live on this
1: tree now. Planted trees. What if they probably could have, they could have screwed the what if they had built the tree too? And the high, roots went and out. The roots went out and it ruined the plane. Yeah. So so
0: basically we see the reaction of yeah. the captain of the ship. It was a
1: good reaction though. It it's was a, it was a,
0: like Kelly from Girl Next Door. Yeah.
1: It, it was like it was like Wade's World 2 when they when they took the bad actor out at the gas station <laughs> and put Charles Destiny in. Like Garcia was the second guy where he get had that good reaction.
0: He he walks out of the bridge. Is that what it's called, I guess, on a spaceship? Sure, he or the walks bridge. out of the bridge. Starboard, uh
1: <laughs> he know, looks the around. He was the, the poop deck, maybe. <laughs> he looks
0: around the room, sees a bunch of trees, and gives like I don't know how much money he made, but yeah. he gave a million dollar oh, look. Oh, yeah,
1: he, he acted the shit out of he it. He
0: gave a million dollar look. He was probably in it for all of maybe 30 seconds.
1: Yeah. And movie over. Goodbye. Well, the backstory to that is that. The end of the movie, the the alternate ending is him Andy Garcia going through and like exploring the exploring the spaceship and seeing what exactly Pratt and Lawrence have been up to when they decided to not go back to sleep and just live their lives alone on the spaceship. Would
0: you have liked it better if they
1: did that? Sure. I would, Yeah, sure. Because I I didn't think the movie was that great to begin with, so I guess anything <laughs> different would have been better. So, so I didn't mean to interrupt your ranking yeah. of your ratings here. So but it, getting back to that, yeah. like I didn't like the ending. I thought that you know the whole saving part at the end was very rushed, and I was I was it's funny because I was watching this movie I was kind of waiting for it to end yeah but at the same time like it ended very abruptly like oh I guess this is the end now this is it right but at the same time I didn't hate it so I'm very conflicted so I'm gonna give it like a five out of five and a half out of ten okay I'll give it a five and a half out of ten and I'm going to add 0.4 points. For Andy Garcia. <laughs> so 5.9. I'm going to give it a
0: 5.9. Just you don't want the, is it like the the gas station where it's like a dollar
1: 99.9? That's not $2. Right. Exactly. So yeah. So I'm going to, uh, so yeah, it gets 0.4 bonus points for Andy Garcia. So All 5.9. Right.
0: So 5.9 out of 10. Yeah. All right. So I will give it, I'm going to give it a five base level. Okay. And then I'm going to add a point because I loved Michael Sheen. I thought he was okay. great. So I'm going to give it a full point for that because he put on an acting clinic and, He made the movie so much more enjoyable because Chris Pratt had somebody to interact with, and then when Jennifer Lawrence came, the whole Kunu thing—he was so dumb, he was (laughs) a robot. It was—it was inadvertently funny. Like I know it was supposed to be funny, but it was funnier to me for some stupid reason. Sure. So I'm gonna add a point for that, and then I'm gonna add half a point because I thought that it looked phenomenal. Right.
1: You know what? I'm going six and a half out of ten. No, no, thinking about it, I'm gonna subtract a half a point. For just solely for the writers for the line I've never written about myself, I think it's the best work I've ever done.
0: <laughs> maybe I should
1: so just to hammer home the fact that I do not like Jennifer Lawrence in this movie. Yeah, just that just for that point alone because I wanted to like her. So the character, the, the written character, made me not like her. So that's now really... now we're down to 5.4. 5.4, point four. All right,
0: <laughs> so... maybe I should subtract half a point two for the fact that she said, "I'm a writer. I know people." Like, come
1: on now, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna add. I'm... <laughs> Now I'm going to add 0. 0.7 points 7. because there was more than one love scene. And I like to imagine that they just banged all over the, over the spaceship.
0: I mean, that's what I mean. And you, it comes back to the whole, the two hottest people in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, they were they were pretty hot. I mean, she was beautiful. He was beautiful. They had a uh, beautiful romance I mean, there. There were
1: loads all over the place, Drew. <laughs> was, slipped. Who, Andy Garcia woke yeah. up and he slipped. Not to not pull a Frank Reynolds, but who cleaned the loads? <laughs> who cleaned the loads, Drew? Was it the robot? that robot couldn't get out from behind the bar what if what what if those little like the little the little toaster robots passengers 2 is coming out yeah what if like they had a baby right so it was just the two of them and they had they had like a kid say they had two kids right and so say the parents die so there were 90 years until everybody woke up right so let's do the math here so if they had kids when they were like say they were 40 and they had kids like just just say they waited a while and they're already in the 30s the kids grew up and they were fifty, and then everyone started waking up. They started waking up. Would that be awesome?
0: Yeah. See, I would like to see that. Right. I
1: wish they would show the brother shown and the them. sister. Right. If they had kids, that would have been pretty cool. But see, so have look. I'm gonna get taboo here. <laughs> so you got the brother and the uh, sister. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lower my voice too because this, this can't be spoken oh, aloud. Oh man! Oh god! <laughs> so true. So I'm, they have the brother and the I'm sister. Cringing. They don't know about things because it's just like the spaceship, right? And then the parents they die, so they don't know that they're not allowed to be together. <laughs> No, no, so it's like accidental incest room. Uh, like, what if it happened? See, that's rated NC seventeen. I think that's the side to end the episode. Yes, we gotta wrap <laughs> things up.
0: So I'm going. I'm going six and a half out of ten.
1: Yeah. You're going. I don't even know what your. Score so is. I added. I see. I subtracted. So I like down to five. Calculator. I was down to point four. Then I added point seven. I got six point one. Six point one for the loads. Okay.
0: <laughs> I get, I'm doing six six and a half out of ten. That's all you need I, to know. But yeah, I think we said enough about this movie. You know, thanks to everybody that stuck with us here. We'll be back, I think we said in two Thursdays. We'll be back with The Substitute with Tom Behringer. If you haven't had a chance and you enjoy our show, you're enjoying it, leave us an iTunes review. We have 44, I believe. We're six, yeah, away, six away from, from the,
1: the split. The promise. We promised that John Claude Van Damme split on camera at our 50th itunes review so we are getting there
0: i stopped stretching
1: in the yeah. in the break that
0: we've had so i gotta i gotta get back to it but doing, i mentioned uh, the substitute on thursday may 4th that episode's gonna drop if you're looking and you want to send us an email we got a bunch of emails thank you to everybody that's written to us the last Row podcast at gmail.com there's a contact button on our website the last podcast.com we're also on twitter at the last Row pod we're very active on twitter that's where we post a lot of our schedule stuff Hit us up on their um, Facebook page, facebook.com slash the last row pod. We have an Instagram page where we post to pretty frequently. And um,
1: yep. if, again, if you have any questions about the substitute that you want us to answer yeah, on the pod, right I in. mean, there's plenty of time because we're not going to record this thing probably for at least a week. Yeah. So just send them on in and we'll, we'll, we'll shimmy them into our notes Hit and we'll up. make sure to answer it.
0: If you want to say hi, send us an email that says yeah. hi. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks here.
1: So like... They gotta wonder, have a mop, right? Gotta have a mop. And like, but the, the bartender was kind of stuck behind the bar. Yeah, he you think, couldn't like, get out. Do you think they could have, like, you know, he's an engineer. He could have, like, had him, like, fastened him somewhere else? <laughs> no. They they had the, the little robot then. Yeah. Picked they up they the did cereal. the sweeper robot, yeah. sweeper robot. Yeah. sweep the loads. But he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have. He picked up the cereal loads a vacuum. It's not a wet Unless it's a wet it can be.